0: evening, Hillcrest family, and welcome to the June 17th edition of Fresh Prayer. We are so delighted that you joined us tonight to pray together.
1: If you have any prayer requests, we would love for you to send them to the church. You can use the Church Center app, or you can email them to prayer at Jamestown.com, or you can call the church office at 716 483 three 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 one and leave the requests
0: okay now this sunday is father's day so i thought it would be appropriate for us to spend a few moments together in a passage of scripture that deals with fathers so my bible is turned to the chapter 15 of the gospel of luke and i'd like to invite you to turn there as well luke's gospel chapter 15 Now, as the chapter opens up, we find that Jesus is in a discussion with the Pharisees and religious leaders. Pharisees and the religious guys really aren't very happy, as normally they were not. They often had difficulty with Jesus. Well, they were upset because he was eating with sinners. And as often Jesus did, he responded to them by giving them a parable actually three parables and you know them well there's the parable of the lost sheep the parable of the lost coin and then the parable of the lost son or we call it the prodigal son and that's the parable that i want us to focus on just for a few moments tonight before we pray together so look with me in Luke gospel chapter 15 if you will now there's so much that we could glean from the greek language about all that this young man encountered as he went to this faraway land, as he abandoned his family and abandoned his faith. And it's a wonderful story, and I wish we had the time to go over that tonight, but we really don't. So I want us to instead focus on the father and his part in the story. But we have to lay the foundation by looking, first of all, at the youngest son. I just can't imagine the, the heartbreak and the hurt this father had when his younger son came to him and said, Dad, I want my money now. He wanted his money now. And he wanted to leave home. Now think about that, he, he didn't leave home like my two daughters did when they went to college. He didn't leave home when they got married like my two daughters did. He, he wanted to leave home because he didn't like living where he was. Kind of like the Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life, where George Bailey wanted to desperately get out of that place that he lived in. He wanted to shake the dust of that crummy little old town off his feet. And that's the young man, the young son. He just didn't want to live there anymore. Think of how heartbroken that father was as his son talked to him. Well, let, let's take a look here at this passage. In uh, Luke chapter 15, uh, beginning with verse 13 and then reading verse 14, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says this, A few days later, his younger son packed all of his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there, he wasted all of his money in wild living. The Greek language indicates that he spent all of his money in extravagant living, materialism. He became overwhelmed with all these things that he could buy, not only for himself, but for his friends. Well, the passage goes on to say, but about that time, his money ran out, and there was a great famine that swept the land. And he began to starve. Oh, what a mess he found himself in. Now, sometimes we have family members, children, sons, daughters, that leave our family, they, they leave our faith, they wander away from God, and we are grieved, and we are desperately disappointed, and we pray for them, and but I wonder, really, do we do too much beyond that? Well, let's continue with this story here and see what we can find out. It says here that he he ended up getting a job, got a job at a pig farm, and that's really not the kind of job that a Jewish boy should be doing, but that's all that he could find. He was desperate, but even in that desperation, he really couldn't find anything to eat. There wasn't much food. All the food was for the pigs. And I can't imagine that that looked very appetizing, but but then he began to remember his dad's servants had much more food than he had. So he began to come to his senses and decided to come home. And you know the story. So look with me in Luke chapter 15, verse 20. Again, reading out of the New Living Translation, it says this, So, He, meaning the young son, so he returned home to his father. And while he, the young son, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Now I want to pause there for a moment. I don't know if you know too much about villages or cities in Israel. If you've been to Israel, to the old city of Jerusalem, you'll kind of pick up on what this is all about. You can't look out the window, you can't look out the door and see very far down the street. They just didn't have streets that were like the Roman streets with wide boulevards or avenues. They were just all kind of conglomerations together, like some parts of Jamestown are, where they followed the cows, where they laid out the streets. So, this indicates to us that the dad wasn't looking out the window, he wasn't looking out the front door, he had to be somewhere where he could see a long way. So, it reveals to us that the dad, day after day, went out to the city gate or somewhere near there so he could see out of the fields and see his son coming. He, he went there hoping and expecting and. Wishing and perhaps, and most likely, per, probably praying that the son would someday return. And one day, to his delight, he saw a son coming a long way away. Well, let's pick up the passage here. The father saw him coming, and it goes on to say this filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him. And kissed him so you see the father had been waiting watching anticipating and praying and lo and behold one day he saw him coming and what does it say he did he ran to his son now the Greek word there for run ran is running like an Olympic runner in other words he ran very fast <laughs> Now that's a little bit difficult to do in a robe. And in fact, it wasn't done. It was not culturally accepted for a male Jew to run in his robe. In fact, it was shameful for that to happen. But that's exactly what was happening. He ran to his son to embrace him and to surround him with his love. Now this reveals to us the grace that the father had, he loved his son so much, he waited, he watched, he anticipated, he prayed. And then when he saw him, he ran. To his shame, he was willing to run, to embrace his son, and to welcome his son into his family, think about that. Now now pause for a moment and think with me. Do we do that? Some of us have prodigal sons, prodigal daughters. I know in my 40 years of ministry in my two churches, there were young people that grew up in the church and then left the church, left the faith and mom and dad, agonized, prayed, wept. Do we weep and pray for our sons and our daughters? Do we anticipate them coming back? Do we look for opportunities to accept them as they are? We don't wait for them to change and then accept them. No, accept them as they are. Look for opportunities to welcome them back. Do we pray, trust God, and believe God? I'll tell you what, listen, prodigals do return. Prodigals can return. God brings prodigals back. He did it in this story. I've seen it happen in many families' lives, and it can happen in your family's life as well. So as we begin to pray together tonight, that's the first thing that I want us to pray for. I want us to pray perhaps for prodigals in your family, a son or a daughter, maybe even a dad or a mom. Sometimes that happens. Mom and dad stray from the faith, go away from God, or maybe that doesn't impact your family, but maybe you know someone of another family that has a prodigal son or daughter. I want us to pause for a moment and pray for prodigals to come and how glorious it would be for them to come back to the family and, more importantly, to the family of God on Father's Day, just like with this story. Could happen. So let's pray together to that end, okay? Pray with me, if you will. Lord, I thank you for the joy of this passage. There's so much richness that we could glean from it, but we touched the tip of the iceberg together tonight. And I pray that you will encourage us to pray fervently and to look for opportunities to bring our sons and our daughters back into the family, and again, more importantly, back into the family of God. Help us not to be so stubborn that we want them to change before they come. Help us to know that you can change them as you did this son in this story. Now I'm going to pause for a moment, a silent prayer, maybe you know of a specific child, or someone in another family that you want to pray, God will bring them back. Let's do that together.
1: We wanna to continue in prayer now for some of the requests that have been sent into us. And uh, the first one is a praise for ariora barton who is home from the hospital so uh she was in children's hospital in buffalo so let's praise the lord that that she is home from from there father we thank you that you do answer prayer god we thank you that there is nothing that is impossible for you and we thank you for helping this this uh, young woman father to be healed and to be able to come home from the hospital and um, just, we, we give you thanks, we give you praise for it, God, in Jesus' name. Uh, then next, Tracy Hewitt has asked for prayer for uh, Frances Clark. She's 101 and she's gonna be having hip surgery for a broken hip. And uh, several weeks ago she'd broken the opposite leg and it was healing when she fell and broke her hip. So, um, Frances needs a lot of prayer. So join with me praying for Frances. Father, we thank you for um, this woman that she has had 101 years, Lord, and that she survived her leg surgery last week or a few weeks ago, and we pray now she has to go in for the hip surgery, and we ask God that your hand will be upon her life, Father. We pray that you would be glorified in Francis's life. We ask that you'll help the doctors as they do this surgery and um, guide them, and we pray father that your light would shine through Francis to bless many people through her life and we ask this in Jesus name and now Kathy Osgood has asked for prayer uh, for a friend of her son's or it comes through her son Jody Uh, they asked for prayer for Jim Walker Jim is in ICU at WCA while he's waiting to have cancer a cancer procedure done at Roswell, but he can't have it done right now because he has an irregular heartbeat and very high blood pressure, which has put him into the hospital here at WCA. So let's pray for, for Jim Walker. You can pray for him, and then I'll pray in a few seconds. Father, we lift up Jim Walker to you tonight and ask for your touch upon him, God. We pray, Father, that you you, the great physician, would be the one that would bring his blood pressure down and, and bring healing to his body that he could have this other procedure done up at Roswell. We pray, Father, that he would sense your presence with him, God, that you will calm him and and just help him to be aware of your presence, God. Your presence brings us so much comfort and peace and joy. So that's what we would ask for for Jim. and. Um, I know that would bring his blood pressure down. So we just pray he'll be so aware of your love for him and your care for him and that you will help him with these physical needs that he has now in Jesus' name. Uh, Then Linda Holmes has asked for prayer. She's going to be having a lumbar puncture on July 20th because she has MPH, normal pressure, hydrocephalus. Um, So she has fluid that they need to drain off of her brain. And so... um, she asked for prayer for this there's a number of other physical concerns going on that are caused by this so July 20th is a surgery so would you join me in praying for Linda Holmes now father we pray for Linda as she awaits this surgery and has to endure days many which are very difficult to live because of the effects from having the extra pressure on her brain. and We pray, Father, that you will help her, especially during the bad days, God. We pray that she would be so aware of your presence, Lord, and even though things might be difficult, she might not have good balance and it's difficult to walk, Lord, I ask that she would be so aware of your presence, God, filled with your spirit, Lord. Encourage her um, through your word and, and through friends and we just pray god that you will so help her through this time while she awaits for the surgery and we pray father that you will be with the surgeons as they do this lord Um, we pray father that you'll guide them and, and guide that needle as it goes in and just pray father that she would have a successful surgery and we pray father that you would bring honor and glory to yourself as we as we have lifted her up in prayer that you will glorify yourself through her life and through what happens. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And then um, Daryl Denning has asked for prayer for his cousin Rodney, who is having um, a kidney connection as well as many more uh, urgent needs. Um, And so anyway, he asked for prayer for Rodney Dutton. Um, This came in through online, an online prayer request. So let's pray for Rodney. Father, we pray for Rodney as he's going to be having um, whatever is the matter with his kidneys and he's going to be having something done to them. We pray for your help, God. We pray that you will intervene in his life and maybe he will not even have to have surgery. Uh, thank you, Lord, that that someone just has called in and asked us to pray for someone that we don't even know. We're thankful for the privilege to pray for Rodney. We pray that you will minister to him and that you will help him to know your care and your concern and we pray you'll make yourself real to Rodney and that you will help him through all of his physical needs Lord that you will guide that you'll guide him to yourself and that you'll guide him to the uh, right doctors and the the right procedures Lord and that you will be glorified through his life and we thank you in Jesus name
0: amen Okay, let's pause for a moment, and maybe you know of someone in your family or somebody else nearby that need prayer for physical need, uh, surgery, recovery from surgery, whatever, wanna give you that opportunity to pray. So let's pray silently for a moment and then we'll continue to pray. lord god we've been asked to pray for ray watkins apparently there was a medication mix-up lord uh, sometimes medication is confusing sometimes it's difficult to take because it's complicated and how it relates to each other and 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 maybe it's not just that but it was a a mix-up of giving the wrong medication or the wrong dosage of the medication. So I pray that all of that will be resolved, that you'll ease the side effects of all of that, and that you will bring divine healing. The Lord, he would not need all this medication all of the time, that your touch will be upon his body, his mind, and his soul as he draws near to you through this difficult time, we pray pray for your blessing there, dear Father. I pray, dear God, for um, Deb Guzman, who's uh, traveling. She uh, is a missionary, traveling here in uh, the United States, visiting family and friends, and just enjoying a, a break from the missionary routine and the effort and the work and all of that is related in all that they do in serving you. Pray that you'll give her rest and encouragement and that you'll give her safe travel, that you'll watch over her and the family. May your ministry be with her and through her in these days. Pray for your blessing there, dear Father. And we do want to pause and pray for the youth who are graduating, and there's all kinds of graduations, middle school graduation high school graduation. Most of the colleges have already graduated, but I pray that this will be a special time. Last year, it was so discouraging and so disheartening because they couldn't do it all together. And it was done mostly online. Thankfully, it's a little bit easier this year. I pray that they will enjoy the moment. They will enjoy the blessing of having come through all of this that you're now taking them to the next step to the next level so i pray your blessing on the graduating class of all of the youth and children of our church and we'll thank you for it lord now god we thank you that we could have this time together in prayer it's always a joy to spend this time around the throne of grace i pray that you'll draw us close to yourself in these next few days that we will honor you and all that we say and do. We praise you for answering our prayers. Thank you for ministering to us. And I pray for what you're going to do in the days to come. And we pray it in the precious and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. amen. And Amen. Listen, amen. It, it's been a great delight, again, to have you join us tonight for prayer. Just want to remind you that we do have worship service on Sunday at 8.45 and again at 11 o'clock, either online or you can come and worship together with, with us in person. And then again, there's another service online at 7 p.m. And we hope to see you there. Meanwhile, have a great rest of your week. God bless. God bless.